Did we start? Did yeah. The uh, red light on? Are we recording? It's recording. I thought we were recording. Wasn't on. Oh my god. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare to edit again. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to Barely Conversation. Uh, I am one of your hosts here, Grizzly Bear, aka Jeremy. I'm Panda Bear, aka Alvis. Polar. My mic didn't cut out that time. Uh, Ryan. Congratulations on us actually hearing you on this recording, unlike the start of the Yay! first episode. <laughs> I'm present. <laughs> Hey, uh, since you're present, why don't you kick off with your uh, your bear fact of the episode? <laughs> my barely a fact. Uh, my barely a fact is again for polar bears. No, you know, no bias there at all. But polar bears are not white. Their fur is actually clear, and they have a black skin to protect them from sun damage. So wait, and you tell them a you tell them a teacher. It's, it's so black skin and then white hair. To protect against sun damage? No, 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 Clear hair. They do not have white hair. So the illusion between the clear and the black skin is causing it, like, look like white is essentially what's happening? Yep. Or is it, and is it just, the like, reflections the from snow? the snow. Got it. That, yep, yep. that makes sense. Wait a minute, but we have polar bears at the zoo here, and they're, they're white. Yeah, it's just the mass of clear fur that they have creates white. And I could be speaking out my ass, but this is something I heard. So if I heard it, it has to be right. You you heard this? We're not going there, Alvis. <laughs> hey, uh, hey Alvis, why don't you give us your, your bear fact? Cool. Uh, panda bears also do not hibernate, just like polar bears don't. Uh, Wait, basically... Piggyback off my fact. Well, you're welcome, but that was from last podcast, so now it's my fact. Uh, but what happens is that basically if it gets too cold, we go down the mountain and eat more bamboo down toward the base of the mountain. And yeah, that's it. So you're a snowbird. You're not wrong, but yeah, yes. You, you just start in the Pacific Northwest and you go, oh, it's getting a little cold up here. Let me hop on the first airplane to Arizona. <laughs> go go drive my boat around <laughs> while eating on bamboo. God, Arizona would be fucking death. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my fact was partially correct. Oh God. Their fur is white. Their fur is white. They have no white pigment in their skin. That's where I got that from. Oh, you just kind of switched around a little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So where we think that like all of them is white that's not true the fur is white but underneath is just the this like black skin it's actual black skin correct yeah, and okay. that's to protect them from uh sun damage and stuff I mean, like that, that makes sense snow blindness stuff oh, that's, that's cool. cool all right well grizzly bear how about your bear fact uh so i i went with the the fact that really relates to me as a person as well and that's that grizzly bears are also very opportunistic eaters uh they're on the seafood diet Essentially, they see it, they're going to eat it. And that's, that's my grizzly bear fact for you. Uh, specifically, if you want me to get into specifics here, they'll, they're carrion eaters, so things that are already dead, forage for berries, dig into sand for razor clams, eat grass, and go fishing in the rivers, which we've seen in just about every single movie or documentary with grizzly bears. is usually them eating fish more than anything else. Sorry, when you said something that's already dead, it made me think of, like, vultures <laughs> instead of, like, you know, killing things first. Yep. <laughs> It says they also eat carrion, so like vultures, and yep, 100%. If it's there, they're just like, oh, well, that's a free meal that I don't have to go and actually like do anything for, which I'm all about. 
let's not forget bags of cocaine. Oh my God. Oh, Cocaine God. Bear. <laughs> not sponsored by Coke Bear, but you know. No, it's a based, movie. Roughly based off of a true it story. based off a true story. I, I'm not going to lie. I really, really want to see that movie. That's a shitty just, movie, Sunday. It just looks it ridiculous, and I'm all for it. I one of the actresses has gone to state in media when she's done interviews that this movie will ruin my career. <laughs> oh, seriously? <laughs> yes, I can't. I'm. I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking it up. Look it up. Look it up. I mean, uh, no. That's amazing, though. Like just the thought of like knowing the thing that you're about to do or that you've done is about to ruin your career. <laughs> yeah, this this thing will ruin my career, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I feel like that's a real Samuel Jackson move with snakes uh, on a yeah. plane. Yeah, you're not wrong. But got it. motherfucking snakes on a plane. You got it? Go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> yep, got it. Um, Elizabeth Banks has quoted in stating, this could be a career ender. I mean, I think that it's going to be a great movie because of how ridiculous it is in nature. I feel the more ridiculous a movie is, the better it's going to do in theaters, typically, or on streaming services, whichever way it comes out. I think it'll like be hilarious, yeah. I mean, all PR is good PR. Eh, maybe not all PR. Yeah, I'll give you 90% of PR is good PR. Yeah, 90% seems like a pretty good number. I think there's 10% sitting there that's just like really bad. And we, we could probably point out some, but I'm not going to get too political here. But there's like 10% that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And moving on. <laughs> So that was the fun bear facts. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Jeremy, why don't you start us off with uh, what games have we played so far this year? Yeah. Um, so we, we talked a little bit in the first episode about our goals. And although mine was uh, and is still to beat Ring Fitness, I have not touched Ring Fitness since that goal. I actually hurt my calf, which kind of stopped me from doing most physical things for the last like almost week now. But hasn't stopped me from playing other games so i've played the living shit out of kingdom hearts is really what i've been into i beat kingdom hearts chain of memories part one and part two so like sora and riku and then kingdom hearts 2 final mix as well i beat and for those of you that don't know uh i have a a daughter and she loves disney as most kids do anytime i'm playing kingdom hearts all she yells is goofy goofy and that's what that's what keeps me playing that game that's adorable <laughs> I'll get downstairs and be like, do you want to play Goofy? And she like runs over to my controller and like hits because I have behind a glass uh glass case. She'll like hit hit the controller case and go, Goofy? It's really it's really stinking cute. I can imagine that happening. I mean, she yeah, she loves Disney. You both really haven't played the Kingdom Hearts games, right? I have gotten to the first save point in Kingdom Hearts one. Cool, so no. <laughs> I uh, I am an avid uh, Kingdom Hearts movie watcher, aka I have watched them all. Perfect. I'm going to go into what Kelsey and I have talked about last time I tried explaining Kingdom Hearts to her. Uh, it's all starting to make sense, which drives me insane that it actually is starting to make sense because one of the big things about Kingdom Hearts is it's so convoluted. It doesn't make sense. The story just is out there. Um, I explain it, and the whole time I'm explaining it, like, oh yeah, here's why this character is this. By the way, this character is like, not actually this one character anymore. They're this character, and they were possessed by this character over here, who's not really that character. They're actually this character pretending to be this character. Um, I explained all that, and she was like, you need a conspiracy board for this game. Like, we just need to get you a cork board, get the red tape or the red yarn out, 
little need little pins and start making your conspiracy board to link all this together. That's the only way you're going to be able to explain it. I was going to say the red string uh, would work really well with that, actually. <laughs> Absolutely. And Ryan, since you've actually watched it, would you agree? I'm still trying to find out who the first person was. Uh, first person is Sora. <laughs> right. Literally first character in the game. <laughs> that was their name. That's right. Seriously, though, it feels like an acid trip sometimes. It's not that hard to understand. You have Sora, Seriously, you have Riku, you and you have Kyrie. Their universe or their world gets destroyed by a guy Please named stop. Ansem. And Ansem Please. is wearing this black hood that means nothing in the first game, but then they make it a thing in all the other games. This is now a Kingdom Hearts slash Nicolas Cage podcast. <sighs> this is, oh God. Wait, so Kingdom Cage? Oh, Kingdom oh, God. <laughs> Nicholas Hart. That's his character's okay. name, Nicholas Hart. <laughs> this is just bringing up, this is just throwing it in my face, the Ninja Sex Party song of games with simple plots. Absolutely, the Star Bomb song. Yes, but then, then also the second one as well, because they made a sequel to the song as well. Yeah, I I know the song, and that's one of the reasons why I brought up the whole conspiracy thing, because they just bring it up in the games with simple plots so perfectly well. I Even the ending of the song, they go, okay, I can't do this anymore, I can't do this anymore. Hi, I'm Sora from Kingdom Hearts. No! No! <laughs> God. Because you don't actually listen to a lot of Star Bomb or Ninja Sex Party. Right, Alvis? Yeah, I haven't really, okay. um, but I need to. You need to listen to, if, if you don't listen to anything else, listen to both of the Games with Simple Plots, or is it three? Is there one on each album, now that I'm thinking about it? I think there's only two. I think there's only two. Um, and then Smash. You have to listen to Smash, because Smash is great. Okay, okay cool. Sounds good. Those are your, <laughs> those, that's your homework. <laughs> and with that, I'm also going to pass you what, are you, what have you been playing this year? Oh, man. Uh, I put easily over 80 hours into marvel's midnight suns um such a fun game um and for those of you who don't know it was made by firaxis the same people who made xcom xcom 2 uh so a very tactical game but they did it in a very superhero way um it's it's they did just such a good job like it's the percentages that you usually see in those type of tactical games comes from uh basically odds of whether you're going to knock somebody out completely in the first round or something along those lines, as opposed to how accurate a superhero is. Cause usually most superheroes are pretty accurate. So uh, they did a really cool job with like making that into more of a like, you know, lore based thing where it just makes more sense. A um, lot of story, a lot of like banter between the characters and uh, all my characters are over level 20, which was not the right way to play it because it just took forever, but it was so much fun. Um, and yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it when uh, when I was going through it. Deadpool was a lot of fun too. Played that DLC. So good. Over level 20. Sorry, my brain, I think, is just stuck in JRPG mode. That seems like the first 10 hours of the game. <laughs> it seems low. Yeah, no. Uh, the leveling system is, is pretty slow as far as progression goes. Um, but because you have to it basically each character that you play with is how you level the character but it takes a few missions to level them um or you can use uh basically uh limbo to actually level up one character per day if you want to and uh go that route too but that can take some time i usually just like playing through missions and just leveling up that way um but yes uh level 20 is actually pretty high uh <laughs> well it's 
end game ish level uh, for for that game. I don't know what max level is for each character, but yeah, it's just making me think of like D and D standards where like level like yeah level fifteen. I think yeah, is max you're not in wrong. D&D. Is that right? You're not or is wrong. Twenty. Yeah, I don't know what max level is in D and D actually. Um, but yeah, you're not wrong. It's uh, it's pretty low as far as that goes. But because of uh, just how the story progresses, it makes a lot of sense for just the the slowness of it. Um, and there's actually a lot of exploration within the grounds of uh, the Abbey as well, which is your home base area um, where you just can collect a lot of things. And there's just a lot of lore behind everything. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. I need to give it a try. XCOM, every time I try it, is a struggle because my brain just doesn't think as strategically as it needs to for those games. Uh, but may- maybe I'll hit you up and try to learn some of the strategies and play it. It's definitely a lot of fun, especially since with how they did Marvel's Midnight Suns, you position yourself uh, strategically by how you want to basically, let's say, push a character. So like push an enemy into either something environmental. So like to stun them or to push them into maybe another character so that they can do damage to them, things like that. Um, so it's, it gives you a little more leeway as far as that kind of placement goes where XCOM was a lot more, uh, it it was punishing at some points. So yeah. My OCD never let me get into those games. I lost one person. (sighs) Well, that's why you don't play Iron Man's and you just play in a normal game and you can save right before each mission. (laughs) That's what I do. Especially in games when I named them your guys' names and other people I know. So that, that's that been fun. But anyway, nah. I've lost you a couple times, but I brought you back. It's fine. Uh, it's okay. Ryan just sacrifices you if he names a character <laughs> after you. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even gotten to my part yet. All right. Ryan, what have you been doing this year? <laughs> Besides sacrificing you two? <laughs> Clearly. Uh, so, yeah, I beat uh, Cult of the Lamb. Oh, nice. I didn't... I, Oh, no, I did see you beat that. How was it? Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful game. Wonderf- wonderful game. I mean, it's an indie game still, I guess. And uh, it's a wonderful little <laughs> cult town. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, wow. Management. Little little town manager, a little cult manager with also some dungeon combat, which is really, really nice. It reminds me a lot of Binding of Isaac. But yeah, you can get all these cult followers and you can name them whatever you want. And I did not know when I started the game that uh, they would die from old age. And if they did die from old age, your cult would get sad. So of course, I'm sorry, both of you were sacrificed for the greater good. I didn't realize that it was due to, it makes them sad from old age. You know what? I'm not offended by you sacrificing me at that point then. Same. I I, I went to a greater cause from that. For the greater good. <laughs> For the greater good. And we also ate you. So, you know, oh. multi-purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Sustenance. Awesome. <laughs> but I, I actually beat that a while ago, even before we um, started our first podcast. The game that I've been playing that I'm really trying to finish, and I don't even know if you can consider it finishing. I'm just trying to do everything you can do is Risk of Rain 2. Oh, yes. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, would, I would consider I that seven. finishing. It's kind of, it's kind of like uh, when you quote-unquote finished Vampire Survivors, they keep adding to it so it makes it hard. But God, they, um, they won't let me keep my title. <laughs> you're, just, you're trying to do all the achievements, right, essentially? Exactly. Yeah. I have seven of the characters done, which is pretty good. And <laughs> my strategy is, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got my strategy down, but it's such a time consumption that I get into. 
one round can take me 90 minutes. And it's not that I couldn't finish it quick. It's just I want my person to be a god. <laughs> Which makes it very difficult when you get to the final boss. That's why I never go to that boss. I, <laughs> a little, little helpful fact, little polar bear factoid for you. If you want to be a god in Risk of Rain 2, don't go to the lunar boss. Don't go to the moon boss because then he becomes a god. Go to the celestial boss. Get those beads. Go to the celestial boss. Kill him in two seconds. Beat the game. Be happy. Go have juice. Mm, juice. Go have juice. <laughs> so doesn't the uh, is the moon boss the one that steals everything? Is that why? Yes. Yes. Uh, his third. His third phase. Where no, sorry. One, two, fourth. Technically, technically the fourth. Second phase, he's not there. Wow, I sound like a nerd. But fourth phase, he walks really slowly while taking everything you have. And if you have an item that says, oh, I don't know, sends an attack back if anyone hits you, you're dead. Especially if you have, you know, ten stacks of it. Shut up. You don't know me. <laughs> Only ten stacks, not 200 stacks of sunglasses? I have not gone to 200 stacks for sunglasses for a long time just because it makes the game too easy. It does. I, I, <laughs> actually, I actually regretted when we were all playing it. I did regret going like max as I didn't even get 200. I think I got 165 and it was still so you only have like 80 percent. Yeah, It was still instant killing like everything for us. To be clear, this is the void sunglasses. But yes, yes, yes. yes. My favorite currently is going crit so you can get all those big numbers. Because I OCD and I like the big numbers. Oh man, uh, my son Jason has been on Risk Rain Kick as well, and he did the samurai one where you had to stay up in the air without taking any damage and killing. I think it was like killing a certain amount of enemies, and he got it down to a perfect like equation essentially that he did it on mine without me asking. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, thanks, I guess. I um, I could have solved that for you. Sorry, the <laughs> my brain's how it works. The purple area where it has those jet streams, you could just ah, sit in one of them and you're done. That's uh, yeah. I, he did it the hard way. <laughs> oh, the, the things I didn't know how to use when we played. Exactly, yes, and yes. it killed you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel happy. The hardest one. Sorry to go off on another tangent here, but you piqued my nerves. Um with the mercenary is doing a complete time trial without losing any health oh my god that was the hardest one to get and it took me a week to get it because the time trial changes every day so i had to get the one that suited me best and once i finally got it i managed to land and get a lunar item immediately and i got heresy so i no longer was a melee character i could actually shoot far away Ah, yes Everything worked great. The gods, everything smiled upon me, and then my power went out, and I had to wait for two hours until I could try. Oh, no. <laughs> that was that day. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, no. I was so upset. I can only imagine. That is uh, hilarious, but upsetting at the same but time. This also explains why <sighs> I'll open up Steam and just see you in Risk of Rain, and then I look at the time of day, I'm like, there's no way in hell he's playing Risk of Rain right now. Right? <laughs> He works. I know he has a job. <laughs> and it's not even remote work. He has to go there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, bastards. It is 11 o'clock at night. That's like at least four hours past his bedtime. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't 
saved in that game. So if you have a good run going, you just gotta pray to the gods your computer doesn't fuck up. <laughs> you just hope it doesn't crash and the Windows doesn't do a Please. mandatory update. God, risk of rain. I have 32 gigs of RAM. I have an i7 processor. Why do you keep crashing? Oh, you know that thing you said, uh, remind me later? Yeah, it's later. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, it's it's time. Guess what that update you've been pushing out? It's time, baby. Forced. I just looked at my computer and audibly sighed. <laughs> well, with risk of rain on your current mind, what's coming up for you? Like, what are you looking forward to playing? Either in your current library or in the future. Um, God, you know what's funny is is I'm actually looking at going back to Elden Ring. I really am. <laughs> Not even back to my like previous save, almost starting brand new because I hate myself. I mean, it's a very good game, so I get that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Alvis, what about you? What are you looking forward to playing? Like next, what's on the horizon? I mean, there's a lot of things in my library that I still need to touch, but uh, I've been slowly going through Hi-Fi Rush, that uh, that game that was released by like Bethesda and the uh, I don't remember what else they created, but um, it was it's been fun. Like uh, it's a really fun like rhythm hack and slash game, which is uh, an interesting take on it. But it's been it's been a blast, and uh, I've been really enjoying that. So yeah, how about you? I I'm really looking forward to Diablo 4. Like, I love Diablo 3. I'm hoping that enough friends pick up Diablo 4 to really make it worth it. Um, but I'm very, very excited to play Diablo Hi, 4. I'm a friend. Just a, a nice dungeon crawler again. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a good, just, like, solid dungeon crawler. Yeah, I mean, there have been, there've been some solid ones, right? Like, what was it? Path of Exile was one. What was the other big one that everyone really, really liked? I mean, obviously, okay. Diablo three and some others, but Path of Exile for we, sure. One that we've played together. Yeah, I guess is what absolutely. I meant. Diablo three was the last one to my knowledge that yeah, wasn't that like we've all played together. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't like super turn based, like Divinity two or um, Baldur's Gate three. God, I love Divinity two. Yeah, I always have a hard. Like, I love Diablo, love those games, but I have a hard time playing with other people because my whole style is do everything and then i just see two people go flying off into the distance and i'm like uh uh but there's a stump here that i can break <laughs> that is break true. i forgot that that's absolutely what you did in, in diablo 3 we would just take off and you're like wait 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 wait, guys there's there's a thing over here like there's a chest dude that chest has like nothing in it we're boss hunting yeah, but there's a chest. But there's there's a <laughs> cellar we can go into. <laughs> oh my god, who who brought us into the cellar? <laughs> well, I, I want to transition now. So we have a new segment. Granted, it's on our second episode. So new segment, hoping to keep this going. Polar Bear mentioned Elden Ring, and the segment that we're launching as of this episode is why we play. Elden Ring edition. So we've all beaten Elden Ring. We've all played it. We've all enjoyed it. Uh, gotten very frustrated at it. Nah. <laughs> Me probably more so than the other two. I'm actually gonna kick it back to Polar Bear. Ryan, you get mm. to kick it off because I believe that you're probably out of the three of us the biggest fan of Elden Ring at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So what is Elden Ring for those that don't know? Oh God, if you don't know, why are you listening to us? <laughs> it's um, fair. <laughs> on, I mean, come on. Oh God, Elden Ring is one of those games that when I first heard of Elden Ring, Bloodborne, all of that, I'm like, those are just rage games. Like, why would you play it? It's just a rage game. 
Elden Ring is actually the very first of the entirety of the series, trilogies, or whatever you want to call them, that I've ever played. Elden Ring is what opened it up to me. A lot of people were like, oh, you got to go back, you got to go back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Elden Ring made me happy. I'm going to stick with Elden Ring. And the reason why it made me happy is my friends may know that I'm a tad bit of a perfectionist. No. You're, you're, you're underselling that. <laughs> if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to do it perfect. And Elden Ring is a game for people like me. Because if you do it perfect, you win. That's just it. If you don't do it perfect, you don't win. I was and, far from perfect, yeah. and I won many a battles. <laughs> Thank you very much. You just fucked up enough to make it work. Basically, yeah. That's true. But if you like wanted it to be beautiful and you like I'm a very like tactician person. Like I wanted to think it through. I wanted to plan it out. I wanted to think about the boss I was gonna fight and what would be best for that situation. And that game scratched every itch that I had at that moment. And that's why I want to go back, because I kind of miss it. No, for sure. Elden Ring is a very unique Souls game. So, uh, same, similar to you, that's the first Souls-type game that I've played, where it's you fight these things, and the second you mess up, you die, essentially is what it is. And it's it was a lot of fun to know that I fucked up, and I died because I fucked up. Not I got like a second like chance at it like real quick. Like you have to actually like respawn. Um, and yeah, it was just it was very satisfying to be able to like, oh my god, I actually got through it because I had the skill to do it. Oh god, like that right there. Like there are so many times in that game that I wanted to punch a hole through my monitor, but I'm not <laughs> mad at the game. I'm mad at myself <laughs> because. The, it, I mean, the game had problems. The, no game is perfect. But there were so many times where I'm like, why did I fall for that? I saw the horse hooves go up. Why did I fall for that again? I did it again. Why did I fall for that again? Why did I double tap? I, I knew I wasn't why? supposed to do that. Why, I, did, I do why, did, why, did, why did I roll? Why the fuck did I roll? Why, why didn't I roll into the boss instead of behind? Ah, uh, yes. That was a, that's, <laughs> that was the that game was a changer thing. for me. Oh, God. But, oh, that game was... It was beautiful, for one. Such a beautiful game in all of its gory, gooeyness. It was just beautiful. And the bosses, I can only compare to, like, Shadow of the Colossus to me. Some of them were that size, but the feeling of being small, it felt like there's no way I can beat this boss. There's just no way. And you try, and you try, and you get better and better. Finally your 85th try when you're crying you finally beat him <laughs> god you i i feel so what's the term i'm looking for i'm gonna use outed that's not the right term but <laughs> i feel i feel called out right now because absolutely that's it 105 tries later i fucking did it i i, I don't know if i ever oh. told you guys this so i i've actually played not beaten but i did play demon souls when it first came out that was my first okay. introduction to from Oof. software very tough game i did i got a somewhat far not super far because the game gives you like zero direction but that was my first introduction to it then i tried bloodborne did not get far in bloodborne it's a very tough game then i had no intentions of buying this game the only reason i bought elden ring was because your brother ryan really really <laughs> wanted someone to play with he and he just played the shit out of it before i could even catch up and the driver for me 
to actually like get better at the game was because he had to come in and beat the first two bosses for me. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't. I think the funniest part is, is that if we all know my brother. I love my brother. He's not what you would say a, like a, a Souls gamer would be. No, but it's his favorite game. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's actually it's, his he, favorite game now. And it's his first game that he ever completely beat by himself, le- learning everything. He was the Lorax for this for Elden Ring. And he learned everything. And I learned a lot from him just watching him play the game before I even started. Like, I had a really easy time with the first two bosses just because I already knew the patterns just by watching. But, oh god, it was I was so proud of him. <laughs> it sounds so weird, but I was so proud of him when he beat uh, Melina, Me- Melina, Me- yeah, Melina, 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 yep. Melina. I always, I always think of Melina as like a skin disease, and I'm like, oh wait, she actually kind of has I mean, melanoma. But cl- yeah, 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 right. <laughs> but when he beat her before they nerfed her, I was so proud. I didn't realize they nerfed her. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. they nerfed her hard. She's still fucking difficult. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but like, They're... but they, yeah, I don't remember the exact nerfs, but yeah, they definitely nerfed her. I, I should go back and, and try and beat her. I, I had I definitely have not beaten all the bosses. And I'll give I'll give it to him. Like it got to a point where I think he was on like I'm not joking, try thirty or something like that. And he's like, Fuck it, I'm gonna try to cheese the fuck out of it. And he looked at YouTubes and looked at all the cheesing things and he tried them and he got mad at them. He's like, No, this isn't the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> but he went back, he did it, he you know, he used the summon, got help, which is part of the game, so you can't say that he didn't do it. And that's a fucking hard fight. Dude, I used summons for just about everything. Like, that's awesome that you did that. Seriously. Yeah, I uh, I didn't even have the slime summon. Oh, the you mimic. Yeah, it was the, the mimic. Yeah, yeah. The mimic summon. So up to that point, I didn't have the mimic summon. Uh, I actually ended up using, because... My build was a dex build, so it was a it was a normal dex build. Um, so I didn't have a lot of like health. I didn't have a lot of like anything else really. So and I was heavy. I was heavy armor. So my rolls had very little iframes. So I was using a tank uh, as my as my um, summon, and I don't remember the name of it. I need to look it up. But yeah, so it was. I mean, I, it got me through, but still. God, my first run through, I did the, because I always pick the class that lets me be far away. I'm the sniper in every shooting game I know. I like to be far away. So of course, I was the wizard or mage or whatever before I did the first build. Later did I find out that's the easy way of going. <laughs> and you can't use the mimic. We all with... have such different starters. Because I went <laughs> straight up Oonga Boonga build. And let me yes, tell you, you did. My, my, my mimic... <laughs> was a god next to me yeah it, it would have been god did, did you ever have the mimic before they nerfed it i don't know god because all the oonga boonga people that had the mimic where it was a hundred percent of whatever you had oh yes that that was me fucking walking around god yeah literally i just wa- i would walk into a boss fight and be like mimic right away instant heal and let's do this as my mimic is running up to Melina at her feet, trying to Kamehameha away from her. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why I didn't use the mimic, because, like, being a dex build, I had katanas, and, like, pretty much, not really a glass cannon, but pretty close enough that it's, like, it didn't make a lot of sense for me to use the mimic, so, yeah. I think I used the assassin 
won the most. Oh, yes. Uh, once I did get her, uh, she... Pain in the ass to get her. Yes, but she was so good. I, I feel like I, I need to play again. Do you guys remember uh, the very beginning when I started the game, the text that I sent you? I remember tears and hatred. <laughs> so, outside the tears and hatred, I killed everyone by accident. That's right. Every NPC, I would just be like, oh, you're probably a bad guy because everyone's a bad guy in this game, right? So I killed the the mass dude at the very beginning that lets you teleport to the farming area. So I couldn't farm until way later into the game. And then I'm in, was it Stormwind Castle? And you meet the Berserker lady. I I, I don't remember what class she actually is. Uh, A griffin followed or bird followed me in. And I went to attack the bird and I hit her with the tip of my sword by accident. And she just went rage mode and would not back down. So I killed her. Just everyone. Every NPC that I could (laughs) kill, whether on purpose or by accident, died by my blade. So I I missed so many things, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) We have the smooth-moving, quick-moving samurai, Albus. Hi. We have the long-distance tactician magician, me, and the oonga-boonga guts of Jeremy. Yeah, I really should have just named my character Fred Flintstone, because that's kind of what I was just doing the entire game. <laughs> oh, never mind you that they had a sword made up of a thousand swords. Oh, so fun fact, you know. uh, I, I have a piece here where I said, let's talk about our favorite sword. I only used the grafted blade, the, the Game of Thrones sword, once I got it. Oh, that was yeah. the only sword I used the entire game, because all it does is boost all of your stats. So I go like, major stat boost, and just start swinging. And I have the, the amulets for like, jump swing power-ups and yeah it, that's all i did <laughs> the saddest sorry the saddest moment for me is uh i didn't know about the uh combination flask Ooh, wait what do you mean oh i played the whole game without ever you didn't using know that. about the, oh. was it wondrous potion or something what, what's the name of that yeah. thing i played the whole game and never used it <laughs> it is wondrous potion right i think so i don't know because i never used it it is. It's. It's. Oh my gosh, dude! That thing was a lifesaver. You just mix seriously, make different mixes at, at the uh, the grace sites and no, go no. From there. I'm just gonna stay far away and throw rocks at you. That's my job. I mean, yeah. I mean, with with how you built, I guess it didn't matter as much. But like, fuck, it would have made life a little easier, probably. <laughs> I was over a hundred intellect before I could God. like carry anything. Oh that makes like sense. Glass, yeah, that makes sense. Glass cannon cannot describe my character. <laughs> Someone breathe on you and you just like fall over like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, a light breeze. <laughs> a gentle breeze. <laughs> In that game, it was more like, oh god, hell dog. <laughs> yes, oh god. The fucking zombie dogs, man, are the worst enemy in the I game. I will say, the patch to fix the dogs was life-changing. Yes. I didn't even know they patched them. They patched them because the dogs were harder than bosses in a lot of areas. This is so true. It's so true. Well, they dodge so fucking much. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, speaking of weapons, so like, so my build, Dex build, uh, my favorite weapon was actually a weapon that uh, Ryan, your brother, didn't even know about Ooh. was the Naga Kiba. So it's the long katana that you get from Yura. So I don't know if you remember who Yura is, but Yura is the first person you encounter underneath the bridge in like that river area and they basically get summoned with like uh, with somebody who's trying to uh, quote unquote invade your world 
Um, it's one of those scripted summons, but Yura helps you. But what I did in my first playthrough, because I had no idea what was happening, is I killed Yura, which gave me the Nagakiba. Um, but turns out you could also do like their entire quest line and again get the Nagakiba and their armor later on. But yeah, I was running with that sword the entire time. And it's basically a lot of people liked using the standard Uchigatana that you started with, uh, with like dex builds. Um, but I really liked the Nagakiba. It was fun. It's a little bit longer reach. So it actually gave me just a little bit more of like that reach, which is nice. Actually, you actually helped me get that from him. Yeah. Because I, I was so far ahead in the game that I couldn't find where I was in his quest line. So you were my guy in the chair <laughs> <laughs> helping me find where it was. Yeah, because, oh, that's right. Because at that point, uh, we were you were so far into it, but you also didn't remember which part of the quest you're on for it, right? Oh, God, yeah. I would just ride off <laughs> yeah. and do shit. <laughs> I remember killing people and then talking to other people like, I need you to go kill that person. I'm like, uh, sure. fun fact, fun fact for you. They're already dead. About that. I, I don't know what happened. That, that's how I felt. Except they would say, hey, I need you to go uh, do this quest from this one person. I'd be like, I killed them. Do I need to kill you too now? I was going to say. Everyone must die. <laughs> Before they even finish the sentence, just, just kill. Just making sure you're not going to attack me. Because I don't trust any of you. Well, if we're sticking with blades, I mean, even though I was a magician, there is one blade that every magician will use because it is the best. Is it the moon blade? Moon blade. Yeah. The, the moon yeah, blade. The moon veil, I think, is what it was, right? Oh, it is glorious. Yeah, the moon veil katana, man. It is It is so nice because of that that ranged attack that it gives you. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's got a... The ranged attack, not only is it you know, extra distance, and it's powerful as all hell, goes off the intelligence stat. So, of course, my glass cannon guy who's using this huge sword is eh, and does tons of damage, but it also had the ability to do the um, special attack horizontally or vertically. Yeah. So if you were fighting flyers, you could hit those motherfuckers with them. Yeah, I did love that you were able to switch between either horizontal or vertical and like vertical being like the, the heavier attack, but still giving you that range. It was so good. And right behind that is the uh, gold fire faith sword that I used for uh, farming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone used for farming? Yeah, they called the the swipe away sword. Just <laughs> goodbye. Well, I probably used that sword too. I I also used a claw for a while. I don't remember what claw it was. It was the one time I tried switching away from the Ungabunga, and I just realized, no, I know what kind <laughs> of character this is, and I switched back. Claws are too delicate. I need a giant fucking sword. Well, I I, I did all the stuff for the. The beast talisman and all the like the beast quest uh with the death breath is that right uh the the like the rotting dragon's breath scarlet rot yeah breath. that one the one the one where you uh kill the well you don't kill him yet but uh the beast in the the first grinding area with all the hooded monks the little black monk guys that kill you a lot <sighs> what was his name <laughs> looking yeah, at that beast guy holding the ring because i don't remember his name that's not gonna give you a bunch the, of the beast. <laughs> bunch of hit, hits. Fir, first hit, beast clergyman in the crumbling Paramazula. Uh, he turns to Garonk. Oh yeah, he yeah he doesn't. Oh that guy. Yeah, he doesn't kill you unless you. Oh, did you never finish his quest line? No, I did. But you're supposed to t calm him down. Did you not calm him down and kill him? Oh, 
calmed him down by killing you, him. <laughs> I calmed him down, but okay. Spoiler moment. If you haven't played <laughs> Elden Ring, spoiler moment right here. Spoilers. I'm going to say it two more times. Spoilers, spoilers. You do kill him later because he comes back as you're going through the main quest lines and he reveals his true form. Yeah, that, that is true. Okay, then yes, I maybe killed him. I don't you, remember. You absolutely killed him because it's a main quest line. Okay. You might not have known it was him. Oh, yeah. you know what? No, you're right. I, I did kill him. Yes. Yeah. Nope. I, I'm remembering now. Okay. Yep. Because he, he takes yeah. off the cloak, right? Yes. In that, in that yes. fight. Yeah. Okay. And yes. then he, he reveals himself as, is it Malaketh? I think is his name. Yeah, it's Malaketh. And I actually wore his armor from that day on because that it's, armor was it's so cool good. as hell. So good. Guys, all this talking is giving me the itch. The, the itch to go play. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is there is the multiplayer mod. I was about to say, yeah. I need, I need to buy it on. If PC. only one of us actually bought it on the correct system. Tell that to your brother, too. <laughs> His brother re bought it already. I'm, yes. no, but he started with the PS5, which is what made you buy it on the PS5. Yes. But he realized his mistakes and bought it on PC. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm glad I bought it on PS5 because the PC version had so many issues when it launched. To be fair. To be fair. I, I, I am curious. What area jived with you guys the most? Like, what, what area did you go to and you're like, oh, my God, this place is, whether it's beautiful, your favorite just place to chill and, like, mass murder, because the game's all about mass murder. Um, <laughs> but, like, what, what was your zone? I'll let Alvis start on this. Uh, I actually really liked the dragon uh, the dragon island, like just the the floating island. I'm trying to remember what the fuck the oh, name was Oh, with the crazy whirlwinds and shit going um, on? Yes. Uh, crumbling, yeah, crumbling... Uh, Farum Azula map. The so the crumbling Farum Azula. The the fucking it's shaped like a like a balled up dragon essentially. But yeah, with all the fucking crazy ass whirlwinds, the enemies very hard there for a reason because it's closer to the end game. Um, but I thought it was just a really cool concept to actually have like just all of those different like things happening at, at once. Um, and of course the secret dragon boss that's there too. So yeah, I think I missed that dragon boss. Potentially, like you actually have to do something very specific to actually activate it. I definitely Sounds like we got to go back. <laughs> Sounds like we have a mission. Oh, my gosh. I'll buy it when it goes on sale again. <laughs> I, oh, wait a minute. I, we forgot to mention that Kaysen has platinumed that game. Oh, he oh, platinumed yeah. on PS5? Oh, man. Yeah, he completed it. That's like, right. Done. As of this recording, early February 2023? Yes. Yeah. Correct. He did done <laughs> uh yeah so Kaysen being ryan's brother uh that's that's pretty awesome i totally forgot that he did that actually that's so that's awesome it's weird that none of us did that but he did i thought you about know, doing he... it and then i realized how much stuff i would have to do to do that but that shows you how much he loved the game right yeah. like it's true like it's he true. just fucking enjoyed the shit out of this game and man i i barely have dedication to stay with some of the games i'm playing it's like me with every ratchet and clank game <laughs> yes, you and every Ratchet and Clank <laughs> oh my game. Gosh. For real though, you're like, oh yeah, hold on, let me go platinum this Ratchet and Clank game really quick. And done. Three hours later, how'd you how'd you platinum that in three hours? Don't ask questions, guys. I'm very thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite area. Um, I do have a favorite area for a weird reason though. Mine is the uh, the university, the college. Oh, okay, yeah, the the mage area. Yeah. Love that area. The reason why I love that area. One, beautiful. Architecture is beautiful. No fucking poison or anything like that. Just straight up 
mages fighting mages. That's what it was for me, because I was a mage. And the whole time I'm going through it, in my head, I'm thinking, there can only be one. There can only be one. <laughs> I am the only mage. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you th oh, that's a really pretty little shard you have. Oh, take these three rocks to the face. And I just, it just, it, it felt... <laughs> It felt like I was the felt like I was the new kid at Hogwarts that just learned Avada Kedavra. It was all fun. Jesus. You know what's funny? I like my favorite area for a very similar reason. My favorite area is the lava mansion. Oh my god. Because my character was such an outcast in my mind. Like I, I went full roleplay mode. I was like, I'm an outcast. I hate the tarnished. I hate everyone at uh was it the Golden Circle? And fuck the two fingers. Let's do this. You guys wanna we wanna go murder on a murder spree? I'm in. Who who do you need me to go kill? And I was just like, just send me on a quest. I'll go murder whoever you need me to murder at this point, because I don't have anywhere else to really call home in my mind. Sounds like we need to embrace the chaos fine. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> cool, you need me to just go just stir up some trouble? I'm into it. Let's go. Oh god, I forgot about those quests. Actually, it was those quests that I showed Kason when you fight the twins. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? I remember the twins. Mm -hmm. That was a tough fight. It's very tough, but there is a gold summon there. And it's one of the people from the lava uh, mansion if mm -hmm. you are a far enough ahead in it, but haven't completed it. Oh. Yep. It's the guy that you eventually kill at the very end of that mission. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but whatever it's been out long enough but if you don't kill him yet and then go fight the twins his gold summons is there and he is a tank above all tanks he heals himself constantly and it made me a mage very happy to just sit back and blast him you're just nope 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 oh that's cute kamehameha <laughs> I think I read about uh, that quest line, and I was actually already past the point of no return to actually have him help me. Which <laughs> honestly, like, it's so easy to do in this game that you're just like, oh, I'm just, oh, here I go killing again, and then fucking like, oh, now I'm too far past gone where like I can't, uh, you know, redeem this person because I killed their mother. But <laughs> oh shucks, oh shoot. I think we're all forgetting the real question here. Who is your Elden Ring waifu? Ooh, that's a tough one. This is this is where we really get into it, guys. This is going to cause the most fight. I'm just going to say Ronnie. I'm just going to come out and say it. The weird doll thing. Oh, with the witch? Yeah, the witch. The weird the weird doll thing. I mean, she she looks like a doll, but yes, she, Ronnie the witch. She is a doll. It's, <laughs> oh, it, I mean, yes. In the story. Yes, you're right. She is a doll. Yep. But I love her. She's weird. Outside, outside of the lava mansion, Ronnie accepted me. So <laughs> it's, it's true, Alvis. I'm gonna go a different direction. I actually really like Roderica. She was the she becomes the apprentice to the to the blade master. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and she ultimately helps you. Man, it's been so long since I played the game. I don't remember exactly what she did, but she basically helped you upgrade certain things. I think it was either the ashes or something like that. Yeah, it was the ashes. Yeah, she learned from the blacksmith that mm -hmm. she has yep, a gift. Yep. yep. Um, and that's after you saved her from that like one little hut too. So like I yeah, just damsel in distress, but it was super cool. I like that she became somebody to help you on your journey after you saved her. How about you, Ryan? Oh, in my personal my personal belief, there's only one right answer. And I believe the song Hot for Teacher by Van Halen gets it best. Oh, but boy. Sorceress Selen. You went with Sorceress Selen. Okay. Okay. <sighs> mm, hot for teacher. But she's the one that wears the big like 
statue mask. She teaches you all about magic for the first. She's one of the first women you actually see in the whole game. She's trapped. Did I kill her? You probably did kill her. So technically she's trapped. You don't find out she's trapped unless you do her storyline. That is true. But being a... I think I, I think I killed her. <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, I remember leading you to her because you were trying to figure out how to do certain spells. And she was yeah. the first one, Jeremy. But you might have to take a look at the picture to f- remember who she is. But yeah, she she is one of the first people. I am. I'm looking at her. <laughs> oh, oh I'm looking at her. <laughs> you know, first teacher, first love. What are you going to do? I mean, yeah. If we were playing, you know, fuck, Mary kill... Randy the witch would definitely be Mary selling as fuck all day every day. <laughs> oh man! And kill the rest. I don't care. I just need those two. So you mentioned something, and I forgot to bring it up at that point. Not around fuck Mary kill or the women of Elden Ring. How Kason was like, no, 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 I'm not going to cheese. That's not the way. It reminded me of my Radon fight, which Alvis watched. <laughs> that was so good. He even said like, oh yeah, you could probably cheese it. I was like, no, nah, I think I got it this time, and it took. I don't know, maybe, what was it, 12 It was something like that, yeah, it was a little above 10. Yeah, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to cheese it. I think I can do this with the summons, and, you know, I'll go in for a quick Oonga Boonga swing with my sword and just do an uppercut slash, and ended up taking him out. No cheesing, like, straight up played it as I was supposed to play it. That is my favorite boss fight, too, by the way, because it was so fun. Radon boss fight is so good, though. Like, Radon could have legitimately been, like, one of the final bosses, and no one would have complained about it, because the cinematic... I enjoyed his final fight much more than the final It's just so good, like, just cinematically like how there's a second phase and he comes down as the fucking meteor um and that like you're summoning all of like these allies to help you fight him like it's so it's just so cool i literally played that whole fight like an rts i stayed on my horse you did (laughs) you stayed off your horse no i stayed on my horse the entire time i put i put my wand on the other hand so that i could cast rocks at him while still being on the horse and i just ran around and kept summoning I uh, I also just ran around. Summoning. I I ran around summoning, but I also cheesed him a little bit, but not really. So I actually got the the dragon's rot breath, which does a percentage based damage as opposed to actual just you know damage. So basically. I think it was like four times in the first phase, and then another four times in the second phase, and he dies. So it's just getting those breaths off and getting close enough to do it. But yeah, that was a fun fight, though. It, it was a me, still a fun fight. That was makes that was me giggle every fight. time I think about that fat ass on the horse. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What what was your guys' favorite boss fights? That that is hands down my favorite boss fight in the entire. Uh, that's that's honestly probably it's it's definitely my favorite boss fight i i'm trying to remember a couple of the other ones and how frustrating they were and how satisfied i was after i beat them uh melania is also a top contender because uh and we've been saying melana the entire time which is actually the person at the grace sites but that's fine melania um which is that sword bitch that we've been actually trying to mention tomato tomato uh, it's hard because they're both M names and they're very like it's one letter off. Anyway, um, check the anyway. comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, her fight is actually really fun. Technically, it's very difficult, but that's that's why it makes it so rewarding when you beat her. That's really hard because I have like the very first boss of Elden Ring has a really good place in my heart. The Not tree. the Tree Sentinel. Fuck the Tree Sentinel. Fuck the Tree Sentinel. No, the first story. Like main story boss. Don't remember his name. He goes tarnished. Rah, 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 rah. Right. 
Got the big, got the big sun hammer going on. I just Margit. saw his name. Margit. Margit, yes. Yep. Margit. That is a really good place in my heart because, yes, there's harder bosses. Yes, there's bigger bosses. And there's, you know, there's some that are colossuses and stuff like that. But that's the one that got me into the game. It took me two tries to beat him. I was very proud of that. Get fucked. <laughs> Remember, Jeremy, he was a mage. Doesn't matter. The person helping me was also a mage, so we were running like <laughs> fucking chickens. Uh, Margaret really sets the tone for the entire game, though. Like, it really does show you, hey, your actions matter. 100%. And that was when I knew I made the right decision being a mage. <laughs> Again. Get fucked. No slice of mages though, because they they're just fun to play. Like, yeah, uh, I, I started a uh, spellcasting character, and it's just a blast. Like, literally, quite literally. I've reached a point where I've started looking up weird, fun Elden Ring builds. Oh yeah, and some of them are absolutely hysterical. I this is not a joke. I really want to try a bow build. I, that would be a lot of fun. I love bows. Like, for some reason, that's just my thing. Like, in most fantasy games, I love picking up any character that has a bow. And I just didn't in this game. But I, still, yeah. I remember getting the, the Great Tree Sentinel bow really late in the game. And I was like, this thing is so cool. It's huge. It's, it's like, it's so big. I wish I could make my whole character around this bow, and I really want to do that. Not gonna lie, I forgot the bows were a thing. Everyone did. <laughs> Except for the fact that it recently came out that if you had three characters that you summoned all using bows, you can kill Melania without her ever moving. Oh, really? Jesus. Seriously? It basically, it stun locks her. Oh, interesting. Oh, because you just, you literally just time it where one person fires. Yeah. Then the next, then the, and by the time it gets back to the top of the order, you're already, yeah, you're already knocked in. Yeah. You're drawn yep. and ready to go. Yep. And yeah. you're so far away that even if she did do anything, she wouldn't be able to get close enough. And every time you hit her, she goes backwards a little bit. I think we've talked about this uh, just personally, but uh, do you remember Latena, the Albanari? So she is an ash that you can summon. I love and her. Yes, it's the longest fucking range of any summon. She also, if she is near an actual wild wolf, she'll jump on it and then ride around on it which yes. is ridiculous and love it it's because without the wolf I, she's, I don't think i got that ash it, you have to you ha, it's, it's a another side mission it's yeah a side it's mission. also yeah. specific timing if you don't do it at the right time she'll be gone forever yeah but it has to do with wolves which makes a lot of sense but it's it's a very cool like thing that the thing you summoned can interact with something in the op in the open world yeah and if you don't have a wolf she's stationary she does not move Mm -hmm. which uh, is both good and bad depending on the situation, but she's I mean, literally a fucking turret, so... If you're an Oonga Boonga character like Jeremy, she's perfect. <laughs> true. Very true. Nah, man. Oonga Boonga pairs best with Oonga Boonga. <laughs> you're not wrong. Look, I, I know you've seen the Mighty Ducks. Bash Bros, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's really going to be a movie that all of our viewers remember oh man i mean the older older crowd will and i hate that i'm saying that right now yeah, that hurts jeremy <laughs> that hurts i'm gonna find out the year now <laughs> 1990 i'm gonna guess 92 okay i think i'm off by you are no, correct you are correct wow that's impressive D2 came out in 1994, D3 in 1996, so two oh, years two apart years per apart. each. But, like, yeah, you were right on the money, 1992. Damn. Anyone remember the animated series? Because I did. Yes! Absolutely. Space oh. ducks. <laughs> they were from space. So, before we get too far into Mighty Ducks, 
I think let's close let's close up our our why we play section here with some final comments. I'll I'll kick it off with I love Elden Ring now. I didn't, but I absolutely love Elden Ring. It's a game that everyone should play. Give it a chance. I got so frustrated with it. I literally uninstalled it from my system after a boss once. And uh, bless my wife. I love her to death. She told me to stop. Uh, stop being a baby and reinstall this game that I've been enjoying playing and just finish it. The good woman you got there. Yep. Very true. These, the lore in the game alone, the visuals, the, you both put it really well now, the art that is the combat, because it is literally an art form at this point. It is worth playing and that is what kept me playing the game. Despite how ridiculously hard it was and how little time I had to deal with how hard it was, is not even was it still is that hard it's a great game and definitely top contender one of the best games ever created it earned a thousand percent game of the year last year yeah i 100 percent agree um it definitely gave me a new perspective on souls like games it made me realize how many games i had that were actually souls like and didn't realize it and never touched and then got me back into them so like there's the anime version like code vein that's very similar it's very like hey you screw up you die so um, I definitely have a lot more respect for those type of games and it made me actually want to play them and actually get good at them just because Elden Ring just tech was so technically precise. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a great experience. And uh, I really think we should do this multiplayer thing. It'd be, it'd be good. Oh, no, it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> so Elden Ring was the first game that I actually thought, wow, this game could actually make me sit down and think about it before. Or I go and play it. It will always be a game in my memory that has caused me so much pain and so much joy at the same time. I love it, and to this day, I will fight to say the only way to play it is keyboard and mouse. You're wrong, <laughs> but I'll let I'll let you have it as your final not, comment. That's gonna be a different episode. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> On that, do I, did do I get my final quote? <laughs> Polar bear take us out all right it has been a wonderful evening and what better way to end it with our very own nicholas cage quote there are over 550 million firearms in worldwide circulation that's one firearm for every 12 people on the planet the only question is how do we arm the other 11 good night everybody oh my god god damn it good night everybody <laughs>